All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. We are back. I repeat, we are so back, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome to Oilers Nation after another comeback victory. I'm joined by my pal Liam Horbin. You saw us on the watch party all game long. You got to watch us stress out throughout that whole thing. You got to watch us celebrate and have some really pathetic high fives as a group. There was some rough there. We were excited. I was like, I really hope nobody clips that because it looks it looked quite nerdy. <laughs> Liam, every time, why don't you turkey me again right there? He always does that. I love it. <laughs> what a game for the Edmonton Oilers as they come all the way back in the third period, score three unanswered, and say, Connor Hellebuck, keep your glove closed, yeah, buddy, because that one went right there. Was giving up that game in general was tight checking mm-hmm. the whole way through. Felt like nobody really had any open space on the ice. And what do you know? Normally, we like to win games 7-5 and always cash the over. It was nice to see the boys score, win a low-scoring one, make a comeback in the third. I thought we were honestly the more dominant team for that entire game. We just weren't getting bounces. Pucks were kind of rolling over sticks. Nothing was happening. But Liam, we pulled it out in the end because our boy Darnell Nurse Darryl. left to skate down the ice. and just you can't, sco- you can't score if you don't shoot, brother. Got to put pucks on net. Which is, I found when the Oilers were actually getting really good chances, they weren't getting the pucks on that. Like, you think yeah. back to the first period when they had the opportunity to 
when Hellebuck was just laying in front of the goal and just trying to block it as much as it could. The others missed the net like four times. <laughs> but overall, like oh yeah, that one yeah, yeah that was brutal. <laughs> they they were resilient and they came out on top. So all good in the hood. A lot of people in here, I see Shred before dead. Not back yet, but going in the right direction. Tyler said if we win five in a row, he will say that we are back. So we're one away, people. We are one away. I've already said we were back earlier in the year, and then we clearly weren't. So take me at my word. But <laughs> hey, I'm the vibes guy. I'm the energy guy. And right now, you could not look me in the eyes and say that this team doesn't look like a complete different squad than we saw earlier in the year, Liam. Yeah, they definitely turned quite the corner. It's it's good to see like as many games I found earlier in the year where that game would have probably got away from the Oilers, but every single line was just just able to sustain some offensive pressure for for long periods of time and put the Jets on the back foot. And it wasn't very often that the Jets were able to get into the offensive zone and actually have some sustained pressure. I know they scored first, but it's also just a well-placed, well-made-up play by the Jets, too, to, to get that goal on the power play. So that was really good. And then they did it against um, Anaheim as well, had a lot of pressure. So it's been like three games in a row. Vegas, too, saw it quite a lot. So, yeah, I think this team has, uh, has done a really good job of turning things around and, and gaining, gaining, you think I know how to speak English, <laughs> gaining some confidence since that uh, Carolina defeat in the, in, the first in that third period, period i've yeah. said it a hundred times we found something there <laughs> and this team has been rolling ever since seeing some different things in here right now i see deans said no likes we are in wild card did we punish us for not being in the wild card no no you gotta like the videos strike the <laughs> like subscribe to the youtube channel shameless plug we got all kinds of content frank cervalli on one tomorrow talk about how we're gonna <laughs> Who we acquire, and we'll talk goalies, we'll talk everything. But tonight, we're talking victory, we're talking dubs, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, the Oilers able to come all the way back. Everybody in here coming at nurse. Also, is my mic bad? I see people in here saying their mics are bad, bad audio. Hey. I don't know, that might just be me. But Buxton says I look good, so there we go. As that's as, a bonus, that's all that matters. It's really <laughs> all that matters. But okay, let's get right into it. Let's take a peek. Let's get into the Crown Royal scoring summary. Let me bring it up. Let me bring it up here, front and center, right in front of me. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. That's pretty good. I got to get a Crown Royal sticker on my thing. That might even work. Pat, I don't know. They'll let me know if it continues to go bad. Let me know. What about if I. There you go. Liam can try that. (laughs) It's a disaster in here. We've been hanging out live all day long. Everybody let Liam know how that one Is this bad. mic good? I don't know. It sounds good through the speakers there. Yeah, it sounds I can't sit here the whole time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I see my brother's in here. He said, Boardsy, I'm carrying the vibes into volleyball. But okay, the Crown Royal scoring summary is brought to you by nonetheless. It's Crown Royal. Generosity lives in all things. It doesn't need money or an audience or even acknowledgement, Liam. It just needs a few good people. That's exactly what I have. In this room right now that's exactly what we had during the watch party it was all good vibes crown royal crown everything so as we take a look in the scoring summary once again the oilers won three to one with three goals in the third period Stuart skinner played well but it started in the first period it was cole perfetti yes the man who was tied with Connor mcdavid mm-hmm. in points what felt like what 
nine, ten days ago, something like that. I yeah. remember hearing it, couldn't believe it. Don't get me wrong, Cole Perfetti is a good player. Hey, he's no Connor McDavid, but he's able to get on the score sheet. Jets want to face off. Vinny was battling in front of the net. Liam Perfetti's able to score. What'd you think about that one? I think that the Oilers are laying up too many goals right in front of their own net. I know that's where most teams are going to try and go to score some goals, but at the end of the day, you got to be strong, stronger in there. And it feels like into the Oilers a bit too much. And I can live with a contested goal in front of that. Sometimes it's just going to happen. And if you're battling and it is what it is, but that one Vinny was just late for it. And he just couldn't quite get there. And obviously Perfetti knew where he was supposed to be at that moment it was clearly a set play but i think vinny's got to be a bit stronger there you have the longest reach on the team mm. on the ice probably i would assume at that point i don't think logan stanley was playing for winnipeg he'd be the closest contestant in that department so i'm not not annoyed by it but it's, ah, i feel like that one could have been a bit preventable yeah i agree somebody says it in here number one fan crappy bull crappy goal by confetti Nice. nice. Way to make fun of them. Nice. Let's play on words, people. Everybody's saying it's not the mics. It's the feed that's choppy. Hey, just bear with us. It'll it'll get going. We didn't change any things in here. Mm-mm. So, hey, there we go. Some people say it's still breaking up. Hey, just look at the boys. Look at the smiles on our faces right now because we are going streaking. I see it in here. But then we move along. That was the end of the first period. Second period was more of just that entire game, Liam. It was tight checking. <clears throat> Not too much space, very clogged in the neutral zone, just clogged everywhere. I felt like anywhere the puck was that whole game, there was bodies all over the place. It was a tough one. It was a battle. That was a war of attrition. Where was your confidence level that the Oilers were going to? I thought we were dominating pace of play for the majority of that game. We just couldn't tend to beat on Hellebuck. But we did eventually. But how'd you feel during the second? I, I felt like they always had a great chance to win the game. I just felt like they weren't going hard enough to actually score goals. Yeah. Like I felt like with the way they were maintaining possession and just in the offensive zone the whole time, I thought that they were going to score, but they needed to generate a little bit more than what they did in the second period. And it really, maybe it was just the fact that the confidence level in me from what we've seen throughout the season, every time I came down, I was like, is this going to be the second goal? Like, it didn't feel too confident in that regard, but they did well. They did well to stay in there. They weren't given many power play opportunities, were they, in the second period? And then when they eventually got one, which we'll get to, they they capitalized. We talked about it during the stream, and we're not guys who like to complain, but it felt like we weren't getting some calls, yeah. which was great. Why, at the end of the game, we got a big call, and the boys did not disappoint. But yeah, the second was very tight checking. Somebody here said um, it was a tight game. Refs are doing everything to avoid giving us a call. Yeah, as a whole, <laughs> Shred before Dead said, as a whole, the game was actually quite boring. Well, then you had to be tuned in to the Betway watch party because we weren't bored. We were having fun. We had Waz in there saying ridiculous things. Waz was, I don't know what was wrong with it. I don't even know if that was the Waz, but it really did seem like it. It was looking <laughs> like we were to get Hellebuck tonight, says Mark Wentz. I saw. And Murphy in here also said at one point that second year Stu outdueled outdueled Connor Hellebuck. I thought Stu was great, but okay, let's move to the third. We all want to talk about it. Brian McLeod got a point. He didn't get on the, he didn't get a goal. He did eventually, but on that play, he's able to on the one the first goal by the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. He's able to come back in our end, make a quick little stop, quick little pass. Arnell Nurse. 
best defenseman on the Oilers, steps up in the rush, kind of goes down the middle of the ice. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Ryan McLeod, do that. Just throws the net. And as we pointed out, the whole game, Connor Hellbuck was giving up rebound after rebound oh, yeah. after rebound. It was insane. They were bouncing off his pads. Felt like he had two trampolines right there. Was Everything so was going out. You figure, hey, just keep shooting. Something's bound to happen. What yeah. do you know? He has the major gaffe that Tyler pointed out. Just like Chris Skinner had a big gaffe right. last game against them. There's Connor Hellebuck. Got to close that glove up, buddy, because it goes through, bounces over. You saw it trickle in very, very slowly yeah. and slightly in the back of the net. We freaked out. We had bad high fives, <laughs> but I don't care because it was a beauty goal. That's classic Darnell. What'd you think? Yeah. And how many times have we seen the others allow goals like that, right? You said the Skinner, Skinner won against Winnipeg. He had another bad one as well, I think, against the Dallas Stars yeah. too. So he's been multiple times. So it was, it was very, very nice to see uh, – See them get a, an opportunity to go in themselves and a break the others needed and deserved, to be honest. Yeah, very true. I see people in here saying, guys, if it is a struggle for the audio right now, it's just YouTube, it's just the internet. There's not much we can do about it, but we're going to keep powering through. I know you will too. Shout out to who in here just said the haircut. Boardsy, the haircut stash combo is flawless. Hey, appreciate it, buddy. See, the audio might not work, <laughs> but I got a fresh cut. Got to show that thing off, people. But it's a tie game. We had so much energy going. You felt for the last five minutes there, okay, the Oilers are going to get something. Then we get a call. Finally. Finally. I felt like there was several missed opportunities to get back in the game with some power play. But the Oilers took a number of not good penalties. They had to be called. Some of them, sure, they're weak. I would still call them if that happens. But the hockey gods shine down on us. We are able to to get a power play, and who does it? Of course, it's... Wait, why does mine say here? Why does score say it's Zach Hyman? Dreisaitl. It was Dreisaitl. <laughs> the score asks <laughs> I'm like, that didn't happen. It was classic, classically on Dreisaitl. This is how you know he's back. Connor's even on that side of the ice. Yeah. Everybody and their dog, I thought knew where that puck was going i sure did somehow leon's still able to get a stick on it squeaks it in short side just enough more horrible high fives in the office yeah but who cares that's your two players putting the team on their back and doing what they're paid millions of dollars yeah like coming through in the clutch for the team and it's nice to see one the power play continue to to stay relatively hot we'll call it lukewarm Maybe a little warmer than that. And then Leon scoring from his office, right? Like, that's what he's been missing. That's what these teams have been missing is a, a Leon Dreisaitl firing home some goals. Like, we spoke about how Leon maybe hasn't had the best season, but at the end of the day, I think he's still first on the team in points, you know? So, like, he's doing pretty <laughs> he's still good. Still top 10 in scoring. Yeah. That's how spoiled we are. Honestly. Game. And to get that angle, like, and I think, I think if they had ran into a hot Connor Hellebuck, neither of those goals would have gone in. But hey, like, What's the saying? I always forget. You get to be lucky. You got to be good to be lucky, and you got to be lucky to be good. There you go. And Fact. that's what the others were tonight. Fact. Absolutely. Everybody in here is Dreisaitl injured. I don't know about no. that. Uh, McDavid sold that penalty so well, I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. But there were moments early. I think it was in the third period. Bouchard got a stick slashed in half in our own end. They oh, didn't call yeah. that. He turns the ref, and he's just like, do you not fucking see that? Like my stick is in pieces right now. Dude. So 
the gods, they gave it back to us. What are you about to say? There was another one too. It was um, McDavid got tripped in the in the Winnipeg zone, and he like looked back there and he's like, "How are you not calling that?" Like his literal legs were in the air because of the yeah. trip. It was crazy. Everybody in here, better lucky than good. Hey, the two go hand in hand to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But then moving along with the scoring. Normally, we don't spend a lot of time on the empty netters, <laughs> but he did it, people. He finally got on the score sheet. We did the map bit for not even 24 hours of did join us earlier. How many kilometers Ryan McLeod has skated <laughs> on the ice this year without scoring a goal? I believe he made it 80-something kilometers. Mundare. Mundare. That's how far he got. We were going to update this thing every single game. But what do you know? Ryan McLeod heard us loud and clear. He's going to have the fun. He's able to get on the score sheet. He buries an empty netter. I saw somebody commented earlier. They said the goalie had no chance on that McLeod goal right there. I love you saw the toothless chagrin on McLeod there. Everybody coming in, giving him face washes. Everybody was in big support of Ryan McLeod. Liam, I'm a little upset because I wanted the bit to continue for like at least a week, but you got to be happy. The guy had a two point night. We've been calling him out lately. Tonight he showed up. Uh, he did a good job. I think even besides a goal going in, he, he was involved in the play a lot. And we have seen that much more from him the last couple of, yeah. couple of games. Like, I, I've been harsh on him. I, I think up. multiple people have, but it's not about, it's not about what he's been doing away from the park. And like defensively, he's very responsible and he's able to do some stuff in the defensive zone in the offensive zone too. It's just like, you do need some production eventually. And he had two points tonight. He's done well recently of chipping in with some assists. We just needed to stay consistent with him. Hopefully this goal, even being an empty net, can just keep the mojo going because he is a good player and the others have him on a good deal. And he's been like analytic wise. He's good, outscoring yeah. that line. They don't get scored but on a lot. At the end of the day, the stat that matters most is goals and assists. And he has he one goal now. So keep it up, McLeod. Let's see if we can keep you, keep you running here. Yeah, I like this from Aiden. He said, McLeod has been pretty rough this year, but he played pretty well tonight. So hopefully the two-point night fires him up a bit. Ryan said, McLeod heading cross country. Well, he's not anymore. <laughs> people season, people right? said, we still need to keep track of this. What Liam just said, I think, and don't get me wrong, we understand the bit and that it's mean <laughs> and that we're literally driving them out of town. We think it's funny, so we're going to maybe keep it going for a bit. And Cody Cece might be the, uh, might be the next guy we're trying to track this one because I think he's already pretty far east, right? Cody Cece uh, might be crossing the, <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean at the moment. He's, uh, he's not scored a goal since the second game of last season. That's uh, keep it up. That's a lot of hockey. That's a lot of skating. He doesn't do as much as McLeod, but we'll do the math. Maybe I can get this going for the next show we do. We're gonna keep this ma- this map bit going. We gotta keep a bit going of some sorts. But there, that's your Crown Royal scoring summary. Big dubs, big game tonight. I yeah. said that I wanted to get this one so badly so that for five days off. I can freely scroll Twitter and Instagram and Reddit and be like, nice, we are back. No one's going to touch. We're the best. We're the best. We're Ryan McLeod. In fact, Arnold Nurse, Norris, sign me up. I'm in such a good mood right now. But okay, let's move along to the good, the bad, the oily, presented by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that is making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca/travel 
for more information. All right, let's take care the good it's obvious it's the comeback i felt like most fans and most guys correct me if i'm wrong you were in the watch party a lot of us felt confident we were not down in the dumps we were in that game the whole time i felt mm. we owned pace of play we had face-off utter domination i don't know if i've ever seen the Edmonton Oilers win that many face-offs it was crazy <laughs> what, uh, what did they say at the end of the f- second period i think it was like 30 something to 11 44 to 18 we yeah, had 71 percent of the draws <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> i don't remember that ever happening in an oilers history let me know if you or anything like that I'd be curious uh what's his first name wilkins reed reed wilkins so i could see his face i couldn't picture his first name though yeah. um, i can picture his twitter yeah, <laughs> that's he, what I- he always has those stats so if it is like a bit of a history thing i'm sure he'll have it out there too but yeah they were absolutely and when they were able to win those draws too, they had so many good plays to like maintain zone time, get quick shots. Like we saw the Connor Brown one at the mm-hmm. end of this, the third period there too. Is like who I think it's Mark Stewart who is the face-off coach. Believe it or not, they have a full-time face-off coach, which is impressive. Keep up, yeah, whatever he's doing. He's doing Keep a great him. job. And this season, they've been pretty good in the dot too, over fifty percent most nights, I believe. So, yeah, they they're keeping it rolling. You can't win hockey games if you don't have the puck. So. Winning it in the offensive zone off a draw is a big thing. A lot of people in here talking about the map. CC just crossed the English Channel. <laughs> Start a Connor Brown travel map. That one, that one might be too mean right now. I don't want, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that one yet. Well, uh, the map will be out. Don't worry. I will make sure the map is a bit going on. M. Schneid says, looking clean tonight, boys. Thank you. Thank you. Much preached. Much preached, dude. Um, yeah, the comeback. It was, this is the Edmonton Oilers. I remember down i'm always confident mm-hmm. i live bet the comeback while we were doing the watch party i looked and i saw plus money it was like it was plus 220 something like that it was of course i'm gonna go with that when we rode we were rewarded bet boards is bankrolled technically didn't <laughs> hit tonight but that's why we do and we go we squad ride i saw i think it was genesis in there said he was gonna squad ride with lance and i so there we go we gotta keep that are. going up the face off tonight was a huge thing and like you just said though it's been a theme the last couple of games. I've been playing this out on After Dark every game. There is set plays off these draws every time, let alone from our own end when Darnell Nurse is sending Nuge down the ice on a breakaway. But lots of draws, and then you see Connor is the one who wraps around the net, and then he gets fed. Like, it goes back to D to D. Connor yeah. goes around, gets fed it, and then he can either shoot it or pass it across like that one to Zach Hyman the other night. Whatever Mark Stewart's doing, <laughs> if he's coaching these faceoffs, you keep going, brother. I'm not touching a thing. Let me know what you thought about the comeback. What you thought about the set plays. What you thought about that game in general? Because I got a big smile on my face right now. Liam, anything else on the comeback? <laughs> Nothing on the comeback. I just looked up how many kilometers Cody CC has traveled this season, though. 85.58. So we got to figure out what that's pretty much the same. Is it pretty yeah, accurate? It's about yeah. the same. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the new map has started. People we just gotta change, change the face on it and we're good to go. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, moving along here, let's take a look at the bad. This one, it's penalties. Nice, we misspelled penalties. <laughs> That's what you get here, people. That's what you get here. That's what you get. Don't worry. But the Oilers, we gave them three power plays. They went one for three. I know that's not a lot, but it just felt like the penalties were granted. There wasn't a ton of bad in the game. It was kind of boring, kind of, you know. Like not a lot of entertainment, but it was a good game. Tough to pick the bad. I think I'm going with penalties. Let me know in the chat what you guys thought was bad. 
a lot of people complain about the audio here. You're just gonna have to just gonna have to keep through with the internet. Make that your bad. Yeah, there you go. The, the bad, section. the bad is the audio lag right now. So there we go. Liam, would you penalties? Some of them were tough. What Connor got one. Evander Kane took a really dumb one behind their net, right? Yeah, like I don't think the reffing was great, but I think the penalties that the Oilers were called on were probably fair, a little bit soft, but also just don't put yourself in that situation in a tight game. Like there's no need for Nurse to really give that little shot. Uh, sorry, Kane to give that little extra shot there. And then McDavid's holding call, which was also interference, which I'm also not 100% sure where they called it because they showed replay, but the ref didn't call it when they showed it. So in that situation, McDavid just, just trust Eckholm a little bit. You know, like you can give, like, I'm sure it's lost. Tugging, like holding back a little bit, but out of boy, Pat. I love that. But yeah, like audio. Uh, audio wasn't too bad. Audio was bad. I don't know. Maybe it is bad, but the penalties weren't too bad tonight. Other refs. Yeah, I see some people in here. Rusty said the bad officiating. That, I guess that goes hand in hand with penalties. I didn't think it was too awful. Um, but hey, whatever. I'm not going to complain. We won the game. We're happy. I'm not going to spend too much time on the bad, so let's not. Let's move it along the side. Let's move along to the oily. I think everybody knows this one. It's the map. <laughs> the map is over. Ryan Cloud able to get on the score sheet. We just touched on it. Oh, say goodbye to it. That is awesome that we can pretty much just switch that to Cody CC. Really, we just got to change the photo. That's lovely. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The map, Ryan McLeod. We can, we can kind of move through this one, Liam. We just touched on it. It's, it's exactly what we needed to see from McLeod. As we pointed out, I do think he's been better the last couple of games. It's just a matter of production on the ice. But every other line has been good, except for that third one, production-wise. They threw Sam Gagne on that one today, right? Yes. So he continued to try and get it going. We got some production. Are all four lines rolling right now, Liam? That third one still maybe not. But. Uh, I would say yeah, but the third line in a different way in the sense. 
well, they've kind of just done it all season, right? Like they've been productive in the sense of being able to have the puck and a lot of opportunities, push the pace of the game, maintain possession, but you gotta see some goals here. But can can we get the can we get the map up on a full screen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think we need to take a guess at where Cody C is gonna land on this thing. So right now Cody CC is probably right around where Ryan McLeod is, right? Yeah, McLeod's at 83.8 kilometers on here. Okay, so. so he's just a little bit closer to Vegreville. It's Cody CC, that is. I'm going to say Cody CC. He would, well, the one other thing we've got to consider in this as well is the fact Cody CC didn't score a goal last season. So we're doing it off this season or last season? Or like a combined thing. We can make both. <laughs> Let me know in the chat. What would you rather see the Cody CC map of since his last goal yeah. or this season? So this season, I will say, sorry, Pat, can you swing it back up? I'll say he gets to uh, Diva Liam. Let's get to Innisfree. <laughs> oh, oh, Manville. That's far. Manville. You got to think, if he's done 85 kilometers already this season, and it's been while we had 23 games, he doesn't have a goal. So you can probably do 40 games, and it's probably around Manville. So halfway through the season, I think he's going further one. than that. I think he's going past Vermillion. I'm picking Vermillion, right? That's what's, after what's Manville. Say after what's that? Just before Lloyd Minster there, the K one. Kids Scotty. Kids Scotty. You think he's going? Uh, I'm going to say in between Vermillion and Kids Scotty. Right All right, there. fair that's enough. Wherever that green is that says Highway 16, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where I'm going. Now we will do. <laughs> We'll crunch the numbers of where he is since last year. Yeah, we'll get that. What a good out. bitch. I love this. Just ripping our own guys. Bryce in Facebook in the Facebook chat said he gets to Regina. <laughs> Bryce, God, you I have to change not. roads. <laughs> he has enough. Thanks, everybody in here. We love Cody Cece. Oh, not he's, wrong. he's having a fantastic season. Let's let's hey, man, let's move along. That's the good, bad, and all yeah. presented by Alberta Blue Cross. Cody Cece. I think this season we said year number one when we got him, we were all about the new signing. I thought he was a great addition. Looked great with Darnell Nurse yeah. last year. A little bit of a different story. The start of this year, a little bit of a different story. But I think since Nobby really came in, he's looked way better. He looks dialed in, Liam. Oh. I, I think he's done a fantastic job the last, uh, yeah, what's it been, seven, eight games now? He's been good. And the thing that Cody CC said about his play last season is that he's healthy. So maybe he's just finally got back to, to full strength. Like, I know you have the summer, but sometimes you can come back and play and it's like, ah, like you lose a little bit of it. Right. So yeah, it's uh, Cody CC. He, he's done well. He has, he has, I see bear with gun in here said cooking up a graphic idea. I mean, you are, cause yeah, sure. You want to do my job for me. Let's go, man. Yeah, let's go. Take all the help. I'll take all the help I can get. Okay, everybody in here, CC solid. CC will end up in the cup parade. CC is great. <laughs> love him. There's so much love right now. Somebody said, welcome to Saskatchewan, CC. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But okay, let's get into our DoorDash Hawk and Cold performers of the game. For a limited time only, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or Ooh. more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25, Liam, we DoorDash some pizza oh, for the watch party today. I'm going to have to go on the bike when I get home. 
but it was delicious. Yeah, and I might have to, got it here at a quick pace. I hope that there's some extra slices out there. There is. There I is could go slices. for some. Let's just do Wow, right on the mic, <laughs> a little ASMR. But okay, DoorDash, hot and cold performers. Let me know yours in the chat. For me, I'm going to go broad here like you could. Ah, there's so many guys to go. I'm going I'm going Darnell. Daryl. Dar, Dar, take three. <laughs> Daryl was, he's just Mr. Consistency on yeah. this team. He's able to score the game time goal. He played 24 minutes on the ice there, plus two, two hits, one shot. Darnell has just been the model of consistency every game. You can see his two bruises are starting to heal. They're <laughs> yeah, starting they to are. get green and weird right there. So that's a good sign. It's a good thing. I kind of want Darnell to keep two black eyes because he is playing out of his mind right now, Liam. He's doing fantastic and worth nine million dollars. He's always been worth that much. Yeah, right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing he's doing a great job of being involved at both ends of the ice, but most importantly, like it's very strong defensively. And we just said it about CC, the two of them played together and they're a first pairing court decor right now, you know, they're doing well. And I think that the team needs to get stronger. There's no doubt about that. But where the decor is right now is good. I think they need a right-handed defenseman still just to shore things up. But having Nurse and CC kind of anchor it is uh, is looking good for them right now. Another thing with Darnell it was earlier in the game. I believe the Jets were on a two-on-one. He laid down, right. that was right played good. it all the way to the end. The guy had no play to make. Darnell, man, he has just been on fire lately. Let me know in the chat, Pat. I'll come to you next. But I like this from Aiden in here. Aiden, you have the best takes. I love you, dude. My hot performer is Paul Coffey. I don't know what he's been feeding the defensemen, but I'll take whatever they're having. <laughs> I agree. I don't know what's going on, but the decor has been much improved. Yeah. You would think with Paul Coffey that it would be all offense all the time. It hasn't been that. I mean, sure, the boys are stepping up a little bit more. Darnell's goal is evidence of that. You do see Cody Cece step up in the rush, even at home a couple of times, but... I feel like while they've been a little more offensive, they've arguably been more responsible, which I know makes no sense, but somehow that does. Pat, do you have any hot performers courtesy of our friends at DoorDash? I think my hot performer today is Evan Bouchard, and I, the big part of that is because I do kind of love to hate on him. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the times, I'm really hard on him, so I have to you know, go both ways on that. If he's having a good game, which he did, and I find uh, I was saying this during the live stream as well. When we played Vegas, he did a really good job keeping the puck in the zone that second effort to dive grab it with his hand he missed a couple today like holding the line yeah yeah but it's that. so important and it keeps the flow of the game and we were in there and a lot so i'm going evan bouchard tonight evan bouchard i think he's been better i know he's a point of contention for everybody i do think he's been better defensively for the last couple of games would you agree with that yeah oh, i mean you can't get much worse than it was like so. but hey, credit where credit's due uh, to what End of the third period, he had that little bit of a gaff where they almost scored, at least had the mm -hmm. chance. But I mean, besides that, like he did a good job, and Bouchard's most effective when the puck's at the other end of the ice. And like Patrick just said, he's doing a good job of keeping the puck at the other end of the ice, which is also good defensive play, too, right? So, Bouchard's a good defenseman defensively. He's just not great. He's just good. Like he and he's has his moments. I don't know if I'm using the word good. He, he is good. He has his moments. It's not as bad as we make it out. It's exactly. the glaring mistakes. Like, it's the glaring mistakes that burn a hole in your memory. He's 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 above average, which would be good. All right. All right. All right. I can respect that. I can respect that. Uh somebody in here said, I feel like Boosh hit his shot prop in the first 10 minutes. I also feel like he hit mm. his shot prop that early in there. <clears throat> Some stranger 
I think it's just the internet for some choppy audio. Bear with us. Hey, if you don't like this as well, it'll be posted as a podcast later. And you should get, huh, it's got a text from, from Tyler. And he said there's choppiness. <laughs> Tyler, we also don't know what the problem is. I think it might just be the internet. We're going to continue powering through. My cold performer of the evening, let me know in the YouTube chat, which you've I'm going Connor Hellebuck. Liam, right before we started the show, I said I didn't have anything. And at the same time, we both said Hellebuck. Oh, not Hellebuck. I thought he was giving up rebound after rebound after rebound today. You could tell that he was off of his game from very early on. Also, the Oilers had like five shots to nothing the moment yeah. we started that game. <clears throat> it was it was not a great game for him. You could tell that you just needed a bounce. You just needed something to go your way. What do you know? It's Darnell just ripping it. Goes off the glove. I thought he was cold. And the internet genesis as well. Cold performer. Internet here down at the... Any cold performers? Calibug's a good one. Not really. Like I think the team played really well tonight, to their credit. We'll, we'll say Pickard. He's probably pretty cold. Did yeah. nothing. But that's about it. Like Everyone else played a role. Just all played a role in the way the team was prepared for this game and the way they were able to have set plays throughout. Skinner was excellent. The defensive group was excellent. The forwards were a lot of great motion in the offensive zone and just made life difficult on the Jets. I've, if I had to pick a cold performance, lack of scoring opportunities for how many you had. Like, I don't know if they really had too many great ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd yeah. be, I mean, nitpicky, but overall, I, I, is this a, this is a 60 minute game. Yeah. 60 minute performance. This from was the a others. full, this was, yeah, full this 60. was a tough game. This yeah. was, that's a good hockey team on the other end. I see TJ here said, I disagree. Hellebuck stopped 37 to 40 shots, man. Yeah, but I'm not but picking any Oilers for the cold performer. So I'm going to pick the goalie that let in the weakest one that blew the game. I agree. Don't get me wrong. I thought he was good, but he was a cold performer in the very end of the game when they needed him. I stand by this pick, but Hey, I like that shred before dead. So, Relax, dumb holding the stick penalty. Yeah, I was. Bad. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. But you see, those are just little nitpicky things. Yeah, like, exactly. I, know, I know we need a cold performer for the for the run of the yeah, show. Yeah. but they were good tonight. They were good. Well. Ryan says it best. Cold performer is the ice. You said Calvin Pickard, also, dude. Pickard and Stu, as a mustache man myself, those guys got gotta have the best duo muzzy goaltending yeah. in the league. They look good out there. Jack Campbell could never grow a muzzy like that. <laughs> maybe if he comes back, maybe, maybe that's the key. Any other cold performers? I don't really have any. Somebody here says Brown, 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 cold performer. Tyler yeah. should mind his business about the job. <laughs> oh, cold performer, CC crossing the Atlantic. <laughs> I can add to that actually, because yeah. I was, I've been doing the math behind the scenes here and we don't have the exact numbers because they weren't doing the NHL edge last oh, year. Yeah. I don't think, oh, yeah. but if you go with the average eight, whatever miles he skates per game, it's 1,369 kilometers. He skated <laughs> since his last goal, which means almost exactly Winnipeg. <laughs> Oh, well, he wanted to make that trip quite a few times. Yeah, no airport. Wow, dude, that's so far and it's doesn't wild. surprise me at all. It doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. That is Dacky. Awesome. You got Cody CC in town, everybody. Yeah. Stick that's for Dacky. I don't think he's in here right now, but he was at the game. He lives in Winnipeg. He's in this chat every single show, every game. We love Dacky. He was boots on the ground representing for us. Yeah. Stick taps. 
taps, tick taps. We love him. Yeah, that's my cold performer. So that's it for our DoorDash hot and cold performer segments. Finally, let's move along here. I do want to shout out first. Shout out Greta. You know me. You know me, people. I love Greta. They are the best. They've got the best drinks. They got the best games. They got the best venue. Would have been a great place to watch this game at. They always got the audio going. Mm-hmm. Just great vibes. Lots of great staff. They're so friendly. They hook it up to. They do a great work. Greta, Greta, Greta. You want some bar? You want some arcade? You want some street food? You get it all at one place right there. Looking around in the chat, kind of cleaning it up around here. What did you think? Game was never in doubt, Liam, in my opinion. No, I don't. Did you have doubt? Like, this is what I mean. Say that I feel like the Oilers are back to being the old Oilers. I live bet. I even put my money where my mouth was finally. Because I felt that confident. Are you starting to? Because I just, I'm saying the same thing here. I'm rambling, but they are the team of last year right now that gives me confidence. You're never out of a game. Yeah, they, they, they did a good job of doing that tonight. And yeah, the confidence for me was that throughout. I, like I said before, like I think when Winnipeg was coming on the odd man rushes a couple of times, there was a little show, but Stu did a good job. And they're starting to push that doubt out, I think. These last, what are they on a four-game streak? They've done relatively well the last seven, ten games out. Is what? Nine games now Block has been in charge, right? Oh, I get to release my uh, Block meme. Oh, let's that. go. Let's That's go. fun for the whole family. Just got reminded. Yeah. I don't even know what the meme is. I'm going to find out just like the rest of you right there. It's a good one. That is good stuff. Um, looking around, do you think the Oilers can win every or most games this next home stretch? Who they got? Yeah, if you want to take a look. We got a little break coming up, but I think they have Minnesota next. I would say yes. Okay, so they have the Hurricanes on Wednesday. They played anything like they did tonight and also in the third period against Carolina, then yes, they can beat the Hurricanes. The Wild, they can beat. The Devils will be tough. Chicago, they can beat. Tampa Bay with Vasilevsky. They can... That's a tough one. Florida. They proved they could beat Florida the other day when they played them too. They just they just fell apart. Yeah, that's true. So let's say... What's that? Six-game homestand. I think the others can go four and two. And the standard should be four and two. It's okay to lose a couple of games, but four and two is where they need to go. As long as they don't lose to like Chicago and Minnesota, then they should be able to scrape out at least two against those four teams, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. I think that we have. I'm starting to think we're the team of where we can win any single game that we're in. That I, think so I don't too. think there's many teams that are better than the Edmonton Oilers. We're playing the type of hockey that we want to be playing right now. The the ball is rolling right now, everybody. You. Look, you don't let the boys get hot. Yes. And the boys are getting hot right now, okay? So look out, everybody else. Pat, I see we have it in here, and I just remembered we still have to do this. Shout out our friends from Crown Royal once again for our generous guy segment. But first, Pat, can you hit them with a nice little message from our friends at Crown Royal? It doesn't take a million-dollar donation or name on a hospital wing. This... This is where generosity lives. And we try to connect audio. There we go. Can you hear me now? There we go. We're drunk off the crown. Somebody's pointing out in here. We had to try and fix a little technical on the fly. Tell me if it's still laggy, but I was saying for my generous guy, 
It's week. Liam Horbin right next to me. He sets up every one of these Betway watch parties. I don't do a thing to get them set up. He gets the chairs. He gets the mics. There was pizza. There was Red Bull. He had everything. Liam's my generous guy. He's a great guy. Look at him right there. Liam, who's your generous guy? <laughs> my generous guy. It's tough to come up with on the fly. If you say me, that's come up. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Aaron. Uh, I'm going to go for my generous guy. We'll say, we'll say Ryan McLeod for giving us the map for That's true. eight hours, not eight, eight hours-ish. Yeah, it was fun eight hours. It was good. It was one of the, one of the highlights of Oilers Nation's history, I believe. If I had to write a book, I would have Ryan McLeod's map in there. It's a shame it's ended so soon, but thankfully we have Cody Cece, Adam Ernie, and Connor Brown on this team <laughs> to, to help keep it alive in a different way. So I'll give it to the map tonight. Bye, generous guy. I like that a lot. Everybody, thank you for bearing with us. It's been a tough day at the internet. Also, I mean, what am I on right now? What am I on? Hour 14 or 15 right now? I'm not complaining. I have the best job in the world, but there's going to be some technical difficulties from time to time. Finally, before we close it out, we said we're going to go 30 minutes. It's already 42 minutes. There you go. Next game, you said it's Minnesota, correct? A nice five-day break. Your boy is really looking forward to that. I'm just going to take a coma this weekend. I'm just going to sleep for the whole weekend. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. Adam says, nice. Boards, he's a generous guy. Nice. Nice. A lot of that. Hey, I appreciate all of you for noticing. It's a good job. But it's fun to do with you guys. It's fun to do with the family. So our next game is what? The 6th? Wednesday, December 6th. Wednesday. Oh, there you go. Wait, am I right? Yeah, I think Friday is the 8th. So Yeah, okay. So that one's Carolina. Jesus, you can tell it's been a long day. Playing Carolina, Wednesday, December 6th. Back at home, 7.30 p.m. We just played Carolina. Didn't go the way but we that's when I said it all started to come together. Third period, Edmonton Oilers. So, Liam, let me ask you, what's your score prediction? And anytime goal score. It seems so far away. For Minnesota, right? No, Carolina. Carolina, sorry. I think the Oilers... Minnesota's are, Friday. They'll be able to score some goals in this one. They got three by them last time, right? I'll say the Oilers win 5-3. And uh, I'll give an anytime goal scorer to Ryan McLeod. Yeah? Uh, yeah, you can sure. get that one going. <laughs> what do you got for predictions? Uh, yeah, what was the last one? 6-3. Um, I'm going to go 5-2 Edmonton. Fogel's going to get in there, I think. Hmm. I like that. Genesis says Mini is the sixth. I don't know. I'm still phone right here, but I score mobile said Zach Hyman scored the goal. So shows what they know. I'm going to say it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a 4-2 Oilers victory. And Derek Ryan gets on people. It's going to be DR10 who gets on the board. Let me know what you guys think. A lot of people are doing math on the kilometers. (laughs) I love this bit. If you guys have your own maps that you want to make up, send them to me on Twitter, send me on Instagram, send send them anywhere. I I don't bite. You can can send me a DM. I'll take it. I know Lance sure does. (laughs) Look at you, Lance. I'll see you at Greta again. But um, finally, I want to say thank you to you, Liam. Throwing a great watch party. You, Pat, the man behind pre-gaming, behind the watch party, and After Dark could not do what we do without you boys. Finally, shout out to our sponsors, Crown Royal, Alberta Blue Cross, DoorDash, 
Betway for Boardsy's bankroll. We did not hit today because we needed Connor to get a point on that yeah, empty netter. And when nice. we saw him skate off the ice, I felt I got stabbed <clears throat> in the chest right there. But we live bet the comeback. So we were able to end as a positive. It was a good night tonight, people. And if you want to continue your good night, go check out Greta. I'm not going to be there. I got to go get some sleep. Bath in bed. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right there. Nice. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. You won't see me for a bit. It's going to be till, well, I guess Monday. I guess it will. Yeah, Monday. I'm going to get a day off tomorrow. So Pat will be on ON every day with us. I'm not sure Pat is, I've never seen Pat during the day. I'm not here him. a lot. He's a night guy. He's a night guy right there. He's an after dark guy. So I'm going to enjoy my weekend off. I know that all of you should enjoy your weekend off because we're going to be thinking about dubs, four dubs in a row right now. We are back. And just think if we get one more, you're going to hear Tyler Uremchuk say, yes, we are back. Thank you, everybody. Have a great sleep tonight. And I won't talk to you tomorrow, but Liam will. See you, everybody. <laughs>